Hello and welcome to another What's New with Microsoft 365 and Teams for the week 22nd to the 29th of June. I'm Mark Thompson and I'm going to take you through our usual format. We've got some revised timelines. What's new and available now? Actually, they're just Teams items, so we're going to call that What's New and Available Now in Teams. We've got our regular uh, section where we go a little bit deeper and after a quite a couple of weeks it's nice to see we've got some good updates to go through and towards the end we'll have a look at the bite size updates uh, the ones to watch and then keeping up with Microsoft 365 so revised timelines transferring calls between devices on Microsoft Teams that's the due now um, about four weeks or so so uh, early to late June uh, Yammer essential announcements. So they're rolling out now. It should be complete by June. So this is where people have turned off their announcements or, or withdrawn their announcements in um, in Yammer. But if something is essential, then you can make sure that everybody sees that. Multiple spotlights coming to Teams meetings. So talked about this a few times before. It keeps getting kicked down the road a little bit. This is where, let's say, myself and a couple of colleagues were doing some uh, like a webinar. Or, type session on Teams and we're like the panel. It means that we can have our images up, our video feeds up and everyone else be downside. So you can look out for that uh, mid to late June. So probably another month or so before you see that. And forms, correct answers in Teams. I've talked about this before a few times again, uh, but that's now coming uh, maybe about two weeks or so. So we're looking at mid June. Okay, so what's new and available now. So we're gonna focus on Teams, webinars plus meeting uh, registration options. So look up here, you can see here, so this is, for me, it's come over the last week or so. So when I set up a meeting, I can optionally require that people uh, register. And when I say yes, I want people to register, then this is what the registration looks like. So you can add an image at the top so you can brand your, your webinar and then people can uh, they can sign up for it and then they will get uh, they get an email it goes into their um into their into their outlook or, or or their teams calendar and it's just a nice way of uh, of letting people invite themselves to a session that you've got set up new file sharing experience so for me i, I noticed this last week i'm not sure how long it's been around um, but for me, it's definitely newish. So this is where this this will look familiar to you folks. If you share files in OneDrive or in uh, in SharePoint, you can see here when you share now. So this is me sharing in a chat. I've got a little drop down, and it means I've got a lot more control over the file. So I'm not just putting a file out there and then I've lost control of it. I've got a lot more control of it there, and I can decide who can see it. Profile menu update. So you can see here that the uh, uh, you can still click on your on your photograph just look at the stuff to do with with your account and, and your you type stuff but your settings so you can see here that um like zooming controls you put your previously notice checking for updates and, you, and your settings basically have dropped into this little ellipsis next to uh, the name of the tenant you're in at the time i've got to be honest i find this a bit clunky this this change and i'm sure i'll get used to it like like everything else that you do but initially i just find it a bit clunky just uh rather than clicking on my uh, my photograph and over to my settings but you know like anything you get used to it pretty quickly the in-meeting share experience so i know that you've uh you you've probably seen this by now this was where when you click on share instead of the share tray being at the bottom it's popped up to the top right hand side and more prominent now is the include uh computer sound um, so teams have been able to do that you know, for, for quite a long time now uh, but anyone who's had the trauma of trying to get uh, sound to 
go across a Skype call, say you're playing a video and you want the, the, the video sound to go across your Skype call, you'll know how nice it is to have that and, and nice and easy to access on your, uh, on your session. Setting out of office in Teams, so a couple of ways you can get to this. Now, if I go here and if I go click on set my uh, my status message, I will then see this screen and I can schedule my uh, my out of office. What's great about this is that it surfaces in, in, in Teams, in Outlook, and your presence on your card. So, so that's really nice. So if you're uh, if you're responsible for rolling Teams out or, or getting your team to get into it, if, if they say, oh, it's just another thing I have to look at, this is another another uh, thing in your toolbox that you can use to counter that argument. And finally, we saw this what's new alert. You may have seen this last week. So the set you out of office, then we've looked at that already. On Windows, you can choose your notifications. So let's have a look at this one here. So here, if I go into my notification settings, you can see here that I can now choose between the, the, the Teams uh, alerts or the Windows alerts. Have a look at the, the blog, folks, because there's a couple of little caveats with the, the Windows one. Just making sure that you, you've allowed those announcements, that, that those alerts to come out. So if you're going to use the, the Windows, make sure you go and double-check your, your notification settings in Windows. But yeah, it's, it's quite nice to do that. For Mac users, then that's coming down the line a little bit further. Oops, let's go back one. Um, what else we've got here? So Safari now has ongoing video support for online meetings and get a recap of Teams meetings and more when you record them. So I'll maybe have a look. Next next time I do a, a recorded Teams meeting, uh, I'll maybe make a note of uh, what you get there, and I'll talk about that another time. Okay, folks, into our first proper update, pinning on Outlook and Android. So pin, Outlook, pin messages in, um, in uh, Outlook for iOS and Android. You see on, on the right-hand side here, and you see here I'm, sh I'm showing my pinned items. So it just makes it easy for you to get to and to keep track of your message. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can go through the menu. So here we clicked on the ellipsis, and then we're gonna say, yes, we'd like to pin. Or we can just click up, tap on the message, swipe, and then we can tap on that uh, that pin uh, thing there. So that's due in the Apple Store and the Google Play Store, uh, late May to mid-June. Play my emails in Outlook. So this has been around about in the, in the UK, India, Australia, and Canada for a while, and it's now rolling out internationally with a British accent. If you have got your uh, language set to English in uh, iOS and Android, an internet connection is required. But it just makes it a little bit easier. Maybe you start to get back into traveling to work, uh, and maybe I don't know. You, 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 you're commuting. You can just select that, and then it'll read them out to you. Due uh, in the Apple Store and the Google Play Store, July to September. Okay, so do you remember this? So I talked about this quite a long time ago. This is the Planner Five Recommendations. Um, it, it came out, but then they put it on hold back in March. So I think this looks quite nice. So you're using Planner and you're, you're working on the, the, a, a task for the XYZ project. And behind the scenes, the system knows that, that you've got a Word document called the XYZ project and your spreadsheet. And it's just going to intelligently suggest uh, you, you, the related files, making it just a bit easier for you to hook up your task with the files that support the task. So this is due out uh, late May to early July. So they took it off the market and they did a few tweaks and, that, and they brought that back. But looking forward to, as someone who uses Planner every day, I'm looking forward to that. 
Okay, announcing live, uh, announcing annotations in PowerPoint Live in Teams. Now, when I shared this with the folk at the Inform team, this got a little bit of, of interest. This looks quite nice. So it's available when you're presenting through PowerPoint Live in Teams, and it gives you a virtual laser pointer, and you can uh, make ink annotations. So it might be that, uh, you, that you're talking, maybe presenting this, and you're talking about the $120.77 per person, and you, you, you want to circle it, and you want to just leave that highlight on there. So you can see me, I, I use, um, I press the control button for the echo pointer, so I highlight things that way, and then I use the control button, and I use the mouse, and I just I get my laser pointer coming up there. But maybe I want that to stick. So that, that but I'll annotate it as we go. I think it's really nice, and a lot of interest in this at work. It's for the active in control presenter, so it's the person who's actively engaged in the, in the presentation. It's on uh, Teams desktop, web, and Mac, but not mobile, I'm afraid. It'd be a bit difficult, unless you've got uh, like a point, like a, like a pen on a, a mobile device, I guess that'd be tricky to use. So look out for that, folks, uh, late May to early June. And organization-wide uh, backgrounds. Now, this is quite, quite timely because uh, thing I'm working on at the Inform team and one of their, their big mega clients, massive uh, government client, we're looking at uh, custom backgrounds for the order you know, the different departments just so they can brand their uh, their presentations and, and their sessions. And it would be great to to be able to use the organization wide ones so that they can just pick it. But let's just work through this. So you can provide backgrounds for everyone to use and you just apply it in the same way. So you can see here that we've clicked on the ellipsis uh, uh, during the meeting, uh, and we're going to, to, to our background uh, settings, and we've chosen a setting, or we're about to choose a setting, and we click apply. Okay, works beautifully. I can't wait for this feature, but it requires an advanced communication license for the person who's presenting. And I, I can't be honest; I'm all for Microsoft making making money where where they've earned it. Uh, and I know that, uh, that that some things are expensive to, to to have running, and only some people use it. And the people who use it, they should pay. But do you know what, folks? This is a JPEG that's just that's just going to get pushed out to all the team's clients. And uh, I'm struggling, if I'm honest, uh, to to th to see why that's an advanced communications license item. It's just a JPEG. You've got them anyway. Look at this here. These are the ones that um, these are the standard ones. Just you you choose a library, you push it out. Uh, I I don't know. I'm hoping that will trickle down just to the normal license. Um, maybe they just want it to be used by but by the, the, the key people in each organization. Maybe they get a, a communications license. I, I don't know, but I just think that's a bit tight. Okay, so initially in preview, and then goes general availability in July of this year. Teams meeting, lowering all raised hands. You'll probably notice, folks, there's a bit of a theme over the last few months where Presenters, Microsoft Teams presenters are getting more control, they're getting, you know, they're getting more functionality, and they're making life easier for the presenters. And here's another example of that. So this will be available when at least one hand is raised, obviously, because you've got a lower hand, you've got to have at least one hand up, right? It's for meeting organizers and presenters. So I guess if if I'm if I'm if I'm the organizer and I'm, I'm presenting and I've got, I've got another presenter, a co-presenter, maybe they can take care of this for me. And it just means that if we just zoom in a bit on there. So we're looking at the roster there and we click on the ellipsis and we can say lower all hands, okay? And in there as well, look at that, that came out, uh, the ability there to uh, to lock the meeting. So uh, if you've got a, a, a training session, for example, that's got some kind of certification with it, if they miss the first five minutes, 
If you can't handle heart, say that person now knows that topic, maybe you want to lock the meeting and keep them out. But here, come back to, to lower all hands. Um, it just means that if, if you've kind of lost track of people putting their hands up, you can just start again and put all the hands down. That's due uh, mid-June, so maybe two to three weeks, that was you'll start seeing that, folks. On-demand channel post translation in iOS and Android. So you have to forgive me, folks, on this one. There's a little bit, there's a bit of ambiguity here for me, and, and I'll tell you what that is as we go along. So it means you can translate channel posts that are in another language. Now, to translate, you press and hold the message, and then you tap translate. You can see within that there in the middle one. Uh, and here you can set your translate language. So you, you, you have settings, translation, and then you choose your desired language. Now, I can't be honest, right? So I thought when we click on translate here, so uh, you, I thought you could choose your language. So you could just choose any language. Now, it might be that if you just tap it, it goes to the language that you've set here. Um, I don't know whether this is different to the translate into your home language. You get you, you got your language and you just click translate button, it goes into that. So I just, you can see I'm just I'm not crystal clear on a bit of the functionality there. When I get that clarified, I'll put it into the, into the bite size, maybe a little bit further down the line, just to clarify that. But when that rolls out, folks, uh, early June, mid-July, definitely worth having a look. Okay, onto our bite-sized options already. So Teams, additional admin support and functionality for 1,000-person meetings. Now, this is just so that if you need information about the meeting, you need like you need to download uh, all the attendees, the, the admin behind the scenes will be able to do that. So you can ask for that from your organization if you've got an important meeting. But I bet some of that functionality will trickle down to, to the organizers as well. Mac notifications. So you saw the Windows version of this earlier. And, and, and maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I mentioned that uh, Microsoft had put this on hold. Well, it's back. Okay, and we're looking at mid-June to early July. So you Mac folk, then you can push your um, your your your, your uh, notifications through the Mac system as well. And together mode extensibility. So, you know when you're having a Teams meeting, everyone's got their videos on, then you can click on together mode, and then it looks like a game of guess who because everyone's in their little seats, and you know it, it reminds you of that old game from the eighties. Now. What this means is that if you've got some creative creative folk in your, in your organization, you can create your own. So I think this is gonna be really, really good fun. Uh, and especially like, like, like for if, you, if you've got, if something needs to be formal, or, or maybe you've got something a little bit lighthearted, you have some bit, a bit of fun with, uh, with a team's get together or, or uh, with, you, with your team, then it'd be interesting to see uh, some examples of that coming out. And when I see some examples, folk, I'll share those with you because I think that'd be quite good fun. Okay, so Teams and Yammer, so those rich link previews are coming into chats. So you can get more information in there and then you can gauge with those, um, with, with those, uh, with those, those previews that they come into, into Teams. Office for the web, retiring the file share embed. Now, more information for this on the blog, folks. So just go to the notes area. Uh, whether you, you're, you're listening uh, on the podcast or you're watching on the video, go to the notes, jump you back to the blog, and you can learn more about this. So it's got some suggestions for how you get around this. Well, that is going uh, the first of the July, the first of July. Okay, so Teams introducing the two by two gallery uh, for meetings viewed in Edge and Chrome. So I said I said maybe three or four weeks ago that I'm looking forward to to, to, to those galleries coming to Chrome because I know of an organisation. Well, a lot of their staff are still on, uh, they can only use the the, 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 uh, the browser version of Teams. So look out look out for that, uh, looking forward to that, because that will actually matter to some people. And SharePoint, 
the page of, uh, of details updates. So if you go into, you, you, look, you look at your page or an editor and you go into the page uh, details, in here you can look at the, the URL, you can copy, you can change the URL. So you get a little bit more, you're gonna get a bit more control in the, in the page details section. Okay, we're getting to the ones to watch. So Internet Explorer and Edge. So you know that uh, Internet Explorer is losing the last of its support in July. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, hop onto the blog and go and have a look at that. I've got a blog page on that. You're gonna be able to easily tell Edge to go into Internet Explorer mode. So if you've got uh, pages or, or whatever it might be you're looking at that absolutely need Internet Explorer and your IT department somehow didn't know this change was coming, you can then uh, you, can, you can just pop it into Internet Explorer mode. Power Apps and Power Automate, Admin Center cross-tenant uh, cross analytics. So it may be that uh, you, you look after um, uh, more than one tenant, but you need to look at the analytics for, for those apps, then that's, that, that feature's coming to you in June. Teams, focus or minimize uh, shared content in Teams meetings on the mobile. So this just means that you've, when you've got um, on a mobile device, you don't have a lot of space on the screen, right? And someone's sharing their content. So you can either focus on that or you can you can come up or you can hide it if you want to and minimize it. So a bit more control for attendees of mobile devices. Teams, offline access for files. This is uh, so useful, I guess, as we're gonna start traveling again. If you've looked at a file in Teams, it will automatically become available offline to you. So simply you looking at it means that you'll have access to that. And Visio collection of shapes. So I saw this in the, uh, in, I'm trying to think if it was the admin center or the, I think it was the, the roadmap. And the Visio collection of shapes, that's, that's the title. And when you look at the description, there's not a lot more. So if you go to the blog and, um, uh, and you want more information on that. I've got the one line at the moment, but I will expand on that. In fact, as more details comes out, I'll, uh, I'll come back to that because if you're a Visio person, collection of shapes as a title might work for you, but it doesn't tell me a lot if I'm honest. Okay, so Outlook meetings online by default anytime now. So if you set up a meeting in Outlook, it's going to assume it's an out, it's, it's, um, it, it's going to be an online one and you'll probably see team settings drop in today if Teams is your default. So instead of you creating a meeting and then adding those things, if you're having a meeting, it's just going to assume it's online. Uh, teams variable playback speed for your Teams meetings recordings. So going up before right September now. And if you're just catching up with a meeting, there you go, you can tweak the, uh, you can tweak the, uh, the, the speed. If you uh, are coming to one of my sessions and you think I speak too quickly, you might want to just slow it down a little bit. Microsoft Search. Okay, this looks awesome. So find a meeting recording based on what was said during the meeting. Okay, so, so behind the scenes, you're gonna get the, it's obviously gonna do its AI thing behind the scenes, uh, and then you can search for terms that were said inside those meetings. Word, PowerPoint, and Excel, quickly bring up a person's contact. So if you're co-authoring a document, and you're working on a document, and then someone called Bob, pops up in there and you're not really sure who Bob is, whether they should be looking at your documents or not and working on it, then you could right from inside there, you can look at the card and you can see who they are. All right, folks, nice to have a bit more uh, content to talk to you about this month. As always, 
your if you don't like the platform that you're watching or listening to this on you can get this information in in facebook get your daily updates on uh twitter obviously you can see we've got uh youtube as well and if you're on youtube folks give me a thumbs up and maybe subscribe it makes such a difference to be able to get more people to watch these videos uh professionally you can hook up on linkedin uh if you like the podcast uh suggestion then open your podcast player do a search for Super Simple 365 and get the podcast version. Or you can just do a search for Super Simple 365 and you'll see the, the websites. And also, if you go to the website, you can sign up for the, the email version of this where I will send you uh, the email version of this uh, update into your inbox every week. Maybe do it at work. And so, so when, you, when you're at work, then you can just read through it. You can use the links, get a cup of coffee, read it up over, over your lunchtime, share it with your colleagues. So, so look out for that as well, folks. All right, guys. So bank holiday weekend in the UK. I'm about to go outside and enjoy it with my family. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you next week.